Hey, hello everyone. How are you guys doing out there in police off the cuff land? Welcome to an episode, the midday episode of Police Off the Cuff After Hours. Um, I'm sitting here today once again with my brand new co-host, Angel Masonette. What's up, buddy? How are you? What's up, brother? I'm good. How you doing? All right. I know you're a little bit under weather, but you're sucking nah, it up. Sucking okay. it up for the people. Like a true warrior that you are. I like your shirt. That's it. Thank you. Blue Lives Matter. That's good. Where'd you get that? Um, online. I'll send you the link. Um, American Warrior, I think it's called. Uh, yeah. You ever wear any stuff like that outside? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I wear know. shit all the time. I don't and I get, I get mixed reactions. Some people are like, yeah, and other people give me a dirty look. But I'm 6'5", 265. Nobody's going to say shit to me. You know? Yeah, I'm tall too, but I don't look as tough. You, you look, you look tougher than me, man. I'm big and ugly. You're handsome. <laughs> you could be like a UFC fighter, bro. Yeah. I'm not messing with you. Let's give a shout out to people that have already tuned in. Uh, wouldn't be a show without Raquel Pranza. How are you, Raquel? Thank you for tuning in. Uh, really, really appreciate it. Uh, Real with Robo. I am here and early, so I'm gonna tell Cannon if he's here to look on Duty Ron and Angela's Twitter. I tweeted something for him. Y'all pass it along, please, uh, and to have a happy new year. Thank you, Real Robo. Um, Lana Taylor, finally going to catch one live. All right, I hope this is going to be a good episode for you. I did some work on this one. Factual Breakdown, hello. Doing six things at once, but I'll be listening in. Thank you, Factual Breakdown. Jean Whitehead, hi again, Factual Breakdown. She's saying hello to her. Um, Kathy Bates, hello. Who else we got here? Kathy Bates, I love that name. Kathy Bates. Ooh. Yeah. She's in a new movie. Well, not don't be breaking. Don't be breaking anybody's ankles with any sledgehammers. Yeah, she's got a a new movie coming out where she plays. It's a scary one where she plays uh, another crazy person. She's good in scary flicks. Yeah, she does a great job. Uh, mm -hmm. And Florida, Gary. Uh, good morning, everyone. And I'm here. I don't know if I will stay because I don't like politics. This this ain't gonna be too political. My honest opinion. I think it's extremists. Both sides are a problem in this country. I agree with you. And I think uh, Angel does in a way, too. I agree, too. Yeah, absolutely. Angel, Aunt BB. good morning, everyone. Well, technically it's afternoon. You guys are all screwed up. Uh, oh, well, then again, maybe wherever you are, it's noon here. I'm already, I'm, I'm on the East Coast. So are you. But yeah. um, ZZ Trap joined us. Shout out from Long Island. Give it up for Long Island in the house. Strong Island. East Thanks. Cupcake, baby. Thanks, Little Mermaid. Oh, I, hey, how are you? <laughs> good to see you uh and hector happy happy new year guys all right so what do we have in store with you today i promised you a year in review 2021 a year in crime in review and uh like i said I, I put some work into this so i'm hoping that everything comes out well let's start off with um right off the back well let's, let's just go back and revisit 2020 for one brief second and that's just in to say that we were so happy i don't know about you angel I was very, very happy to get out of 2020. I think that was a, um, a common feeling. You yeah. Know, 2020 was I, just such a bad year. I think we all were. Between the coronavirus, between the fucking uh, riots, between the George Floyd stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was happy. They thought We thought we were turning a corner into uh, new year, new me for everybody. Uh -huh. And it seems it seems like we're falling down the abyss again. Well, nobody, at least nobody's saying 2022 is going to be, I wouldn't even say it. 
It's going to be my year. No, yeah, don't say it. Don't say it. Everybody was saying that coming right out of um, 2021, uh, 2020, that 2021 was going to be the year. We all saw what yeah. happened. Well, yeah. in you know, my memory's not that great, so I had to go and look everything up and just, uh, just make sure that I was kind of uh, accurate on what I was going to talk about. And when 2021 came in, it, uh, it started off all right, and then... Right off the bat, we had a crazy incident. January 6th, the attack on the Capitol. This is a time photograph right here. Uh, one of their 10 pictures of the year. That's the police officer there right now. His name is Eugene Goodman. He's a Capitol Police officer, and he's holding off a mob. Um, this mob had been going through the Capitol Hill, and he was, if you see him there, he's doing a policeman's job right there, absolutely by himself, holding off this mob. Yep. And it tells a lot in, uh, in one, one picture exactly what's going on. It's a great, great photo. And that day was interesting because, obviously, besides for the attack on the Capitol, there was a lot of police officers that were there, as, form, as well as military personnel, all type of, um, you know, frontline workers. Um, I mean, uh, law enforcement was there and um, and this is what the the chaotic scene was like right out the gate January sixth. Trump was holding a rally a couple blocks away, finished his speech, and then he gave him, I guess, marching orders to go over there and uh, let Capitol Hill know that he's not happy that with the election results. And who knew what it was gonna turn out to be, but it wasn't good. And all in all, I think Approximately 30 police officers lost their job um, from around the country. Yeah, as a result guys. Of, yeah, yeah, as a result of being there. Yep. Well, I mean, the first thing I tweeted out that day was, if you're against anarchy and lawlessness, you have to be against it all the time, not only when it's convenient, right? You can't, mm -hmm. you can't be against it only when the person doesn't look like you or share your ideology. So um, we had the summer of riots um, that, that uh, year before, right, in 2020. And, and uh, a lot of people who uh, claimed they backed the blue now uh, because of what happened on January 6th didn't give a shit back then. So, um, I mean, listen, hypocrisy runs rampant, right? There's no, uh, it's, that's a, that's a, a nonpartisan thing. Hypocrisy is on both sides of the, of the coin, both sides, I should say, right? Because um i don't think that i think there's a, there should be only one side but um what happened on january 6th was wrong would i call it an insurrection i don't think so uh what i call it a, a a terrorist attack i think in uh, some ways right the definition of communism is or terrorism is using force to promote an ideology a political ideology so i mean you probably could um the thing is, those people didn't just like just like when the Black Lives Matter riots happened, right? Everybody says, well, those people didn't represent all of Black Lives Matter. Well, let's, you know, does it work both ways? Because those people didn't represent all of Trump supporters, you know. Mm. Um, those people were an offshot group. They went there, they did something they weren't supposed to do. Um, now they're being held accountable. Some might say too much, right? Uh, these people are some of them are rotting in jail as we speak, and mm -hmm. they've been in jail for for several months and then you have people that are committing you know homicides and are getting out or violent crimes that are getting out the next day so you know it's all part of the you know uh everybody versus everybody mentality in this country and um a lot a few i'm thinking i think it was six 
probably, I think if I remember correctly, six Capitol Hill police officers were also terminated because mm. of their um, dereliction of duty. Yeah, waving people in. Yeah. So right, it was right, an incident. Right. Trump managed to divide the, even the blue. You know, you had cops that were felt one way and working with cops that felt another way. Some guys were holding people off like Eugene, you know, in, in the in the Capitol and other ones were waving them in. Come on in. Listen, you can't you can't claim to back the blue. You can't claim to to uh, uh, love law and order and be a patriot. And then do shit like this. Yeah. Put these guys in a precarious position to, to you know, to have to stand there and, and push people back, hitting people, you know, with barriers and flags and all sorts of shit. Wrong is wrong, you know, mm -hmm. and if and if people can't, that's the thing, right? Your voice goes unheard if you can't be honest or should go unheard if you can't be honest. If you can't be against anarchy and lawlessness all the time, then you shouldn't pretend you're against it only when it's convenient for you. I agree you with know? you. I, I I don't support what happened that day at all. Period. Um, it, me neither. Me neither. I would. Yeah. I didn't even. I would. I wouldn't go. It's embarrassing. I, it, the thought never even entered my mind to go there. Like I would. No. But then when no. you see how many you know law enforcement was actually there, it kind of sort of made sense in a way. You know, a lot of these yeah. people like really uh, too far, too far left, or too far right. 2021 also was a year we saw 34 school shootings. 34 school shootings and this is the most recent one um that's ethan crumbly he's 15 years old and that's his parents he's uh, side by side with his dad on his left that's james and, and jennifer dad went and took ethan out shopping christmas shopping for a gun and um and he gave his christmas present to him early and Ethan brought it the gun. Uh, brought the gun to school. He killed four of his classmates there. Several other people were injured. It was a horrible turn of events. Um, not only was the par the parents, you know, the parents fled. They were supposed to turn themselves in, and they fled. They got caught. It didn't take long. They're found in a basement, hiding in a building. And um, the the school system. I don't want to say let them down as well, but you know, the kid was sitting there. He was doing some crazy drawings with uh, guns and, and, and blood. And he chalked it up to being a video game, but there was more to it than that. Everybody seemed to drop the ball around this kid. They did. Absolutely. And when you ask the parents to take them out of the school and they refuse to listen at that point, you got to make a decision, right? Is it administrator, um, you know, being responsible for all the other kids in the school. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, it's not the gun's fault. Um, it, it may not even be the parent's fault. Uh, and I certainly don't think it's the school's fault. It's his fault. He decided, he made a conscious decision to pick a gun up and kill people. Um, you know, um, we had the Christmas Day massacre, right? Uh, a Christmas parade massacre with this guy driving a car and killing people. Mm -hmm. You know, these news outlets want to blame, you know, they want to say, oh, the car, the car, the car. You know, it wasn't the car. Yeah, you know? that was crazy. <laughs> well, the media, I mean, you wouldn't talk about criminals. Yeah. I, didn't add, I didn't add this, but the mini, they've been negligent. Yeah, this year for a couple of years now, they've kind of so far veered off of uh, so far integrity in their journalism. Um, it's just, it's just a joke. Everybody's going, everybody's going off the rails because they want to. You know, it, it seems now the new thing is to promote these apps, right? They want to promote 
subscribing to their app and and go online. So now they they're, they're grabbing reporters from other local news stations and they're throwing shit together and they're putting it all into this information highway. And it's it's a lot of it is bad info, uh, clickbait on both sides again, right? Um, you know, uh, Republican, Democrat, conservative, progressive, you name it, right? The information that's out there is, uh, you know, it's bad. You know, they play to their audience, and you know, I always tell my, I always tell my kids, if 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 you hate CNN or you hate Fox News, watch the other station or watch that station that you hate. Mm-hmm. You know, because then you know what you're up against, right? You know what the argument is. You know what the other side of the coin is, because it's always important to have empathy and look at the other side. I mean, you know, I do that. I do that as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, uh, 2021, the year of the Internet sleuth, Uh, Hmm. as far as I know. I mean, I know I watched this movie um, on Netflix, and it was about uh, uh, an Asian from Canada, Asian girl. Oh, the one that ended up in the water tower or whatever? Yeah, yeah. And then she's in the elevator and all this stuff. It was was very very anticlimactic. It was, but it just goes to show you how... You know the internet sleuths, the, the creation, the beginning of it, and and how, you know, how many of them there are, and how many of uh, people are fascinated by true crime. It's a whole. And subculture. this year we had right. Um, we had this. This story took off. Summer Wells, five-year-old girl from Tennessee, uh, Hawkins County, Tennessee, and she went missing. As of this date, we still don't know the whereabouts of Summer Wells. And her parents were suspects. Everybody in the neighbors, family members, family acquaintances were interviewed, search warrants executed. Uh, there was canines, planes, helicopters, divers were used. And despite the countless hours of Tyler's work, the circumstances surrounding her disappearance still to this day remain unclear. So that's, um, that was a huge use story for true crime people that are aficionados, people that are into it. And as a matter of fact, police off the cuff, uh, we have, you know, Bill Cannon uh, has his true crime show that's doing great numbers. And he covered the story with his partner, Phil and duty Ron extensively. And um, here's another one. This is, this was a couple of months later. That's uh, Gabby Petito and Brian Laudry. The two of them, they were a couple traveling, uh, west they wanted to see all the national parks she was from long island he had a home in florida and somewhere along the line uh around their journey their travels they started fighting this is a picture when they got pulled over from i think it's a body cam from the police officer they were interviewed yeah you were seen smacking her chasing after her and um you know she wanted they found her body a short time later he takes off um, and he, they found his, his remains too. Two all, young people. All, all this true crime stuff has the downside to that is right. First of all, you, you can never get an impartial jury anywhere in this country, probably anywhere in the world, right? Because all the information is fed to everybody. So, no matter what people say on the jury questionnaires, no matter what they, how many times the defense or the prosecution tries to eliminate the, you know, or get the jury pulled down to in their favor, you can't. It's almost impossible now. Um, you know, when I was a cop on the street, um, a CSI had just come out. You know, we used to call, you know, you probably said it too, the CSI effect. You know, mm-hmm. whenever, 
you know, you interviewed a, a, a suspect or, or a witness. Oh, you know, can't you pull the video and enhance it and look at the reflection on the person's eyeballs because, you know, the picture should be there. They think that what goes on in Hollywood is is actually true and it's not. Um, you know, it, it, it poisons, it, 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 it's a detriment to the investigations a lot of times. Sometimes it helps, but a lot of times it's a detriment to the investigations. It impedes the investigations. It ties the hands of investigators. And again, the jury pools get poisoned. So, I mean, you know, uh, while it's a, a subculture and a lot of people are profiting off of it or whatever the case may be, it's, you know, it, it's making, it's another cog in the machine of law enforcement. Yeah, everybody wants DNA because of those shows. Sometimes it's not available. And they want to be the first one to put the news out. Look at what happened when Kobe, when when the plane crashed, right? Yeah. Right away, TMZ is sending out, you know, you got some sheriffs sending out pictures you know, and then TMZ gets it and then they broadcast it. And now it's a shit show. You know, you can't even let people die, you know, with dignity, uh, whether it's Kobe or whether it's, you know, Michael Smith <laughs> on the corner, you know, um, yep. people got to be able to die with dignity and you got to have respect for their families. And, you know, it's not given anymore because everybody always wants to be the first one to give the bad news out. Well, as 2021, uh, 2021 continued, uh, started off, we, we, we held on to the, the coronavirus. Mm. And along with the coronavirus came a lot of uh, Asian attacks. Asians are not viruses. Racism is. Um, throughout the country, but mostly in New York. In New York, crimes against Asians went up 164%. This is uh, one of the victims of it. Her name is Maria Ambrosio. She was a nurse from New Jersey. She was visiting New York. I think they went to go see a show, her and her girlfriends in Times Square. She was thrown to the ground, her cell phone stolen, and uh, she dry, She died in the hospital from a, a traumatic brain injury. And it's just one of the many sad attacks on Asian people in this, um, in this country. Like I said, mostly in New York. A lot of them in New York. And um, that's something that was really big in, in 2021. The uh, the thing that I have to say is these attacks have been going on since Chinese food delivery services started, right? I mean, let's mm -hmm. be honest. In any hood, in any urban city in, in this country, probably around the world, that has a Chinese restaurant that delivers, right? On, on Christmas, mm -hmm. only food you could get delivered is Chinese restaurants, right? Um, people in the hood have been victimizing uh, Asians and Asian delivery, Chinese delivery food people since the beginning of time. Um, it's, it seems more prevalent now because of the internet, right? And because of social media, but this shit has been going on forever. Um, and, you know, uh, they tried to blame it on Trump because he was calling the coronavirus, the, you know, China virus. Kung flu. Um, yeah. Kung flu. I mean, just, you know, listen, it didn't help. A lot of help. stupid shit. A lot of stupid it, shit. It, a lot of stupid shit that was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't help. That type of rhetoric does not help at all. Doesn't. Absolutely. You know, the president shouldn't be making jokes like that. But. That's a fact. I don't care who you voted for. You know, But nobody, um, nobody says, you know, the elephant in the room, right? The, the people who are attacking. No, uh, yeah, I know. The people who are attacking these Asian people are blacks and Latinos. You know? Yeah. And, if you look at the video, like you said, if you look at video coverage. Of all these attacks, I challenge you to fight. It's it's like maybe ninety nine to one. Ninety nine percent 
people of color, somebody black yeah. or really dark. Hispanic. And the news and the news will not they mention never, their never race. Mention they never mention skin color. They never. But do. maybe it's because of the cross section, you know how closely intertwined, um, like let's say Asians and 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 people other minorities are in the same neighborhoods or very very close in big cities. Um. You know, a lot of them can't afford the housing where where they, where they get separated and not in, in in good neighborhoods. You know, they're right there in in the in the thick of it in the, in the metropolis. And you know, we saw a lot of pushings, a lot of punching, just you know, people getting blindsided. A lot of it it doesn't help that we have so many more mental mentally ill people going unmedicated in the city because they're not getting the proper treatment mean that they need because they they don't hold them, they don't put them through the system. Nobody asks them. If they if there are meds, if when was the last time you took your schizophrenic medicine? So yeah, if you're looking to punch somebody, and you, you're not you know you're not interested in really fighting back, you know the, the Asians, especially the you know the smaller ones, look like uh, easy targets. I guess I don't I don't know what the the psychology yeah. behind that is, but yeah. Well, listen, people that commit crimes like that, you know, they're bullies, right, by nature. So they're going to pick on the weakest target. 99% of the time, they're going to pick on the weakest target. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's it's a shame. Um, It's sad, and it's going to continue to go on. Why? Because there's no accountability, you know. Um, One lady was with her son in the subway, and and the guy snatched her son's stuff, and she went to fight him, and he threw it on the stairs, and she died also. She was in a coma, and she ended up dying. I mean, you know, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. But subway crime, you know, listen, according to the Blasio, New York City is, is once again the, the, the safest big city in America, you know, according to him and his fucking delusion that he lives in. We'll get so, to him later. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, to me, I think keeps on giving. for some reason we had a lot of verdicts, a lot of big verdicts this year. Maybe this the year of the verdict. Uh, in April, we had Derek Chauvin. He was found. He was the police officer that was responsible for killing George Floyd, and everything that resulted afterwards with the riots. Um, in April of 2021, he was found guilty of all charges, and I think he's uh, he's got something else in court going on right now. Yep. And that um, uh, so. Again, right? I'm not advocating for Chauvin. I never will. I think I think he belongs in prison. I think what he did was it was a huge dereliction of duty. Um, you know, we as police officers, we take an oath that we have to help everyone, even the people we're locking up, right? If we see them in distress, you have to take the, the minute to call EMS, sit the guy up, you know, make sure he's comfortable, make sure he's breathing, not, you know, do what he did, kneeling on the guy's back and doing whatever he did. However, however, the guy was on fentanyl. The guy was, his heart was all screwed up. Um, you know, uh, toxicology showed that, you know, he was he was actually killed by the drug. What Chauvin did contributed to his death, so I believe he belongs in prison. But I would, I would caution in saying that Chauvin killed him because I don't think he, I, I disagree that he killed him, but he mm. did contribute to his death. I definitely do well, agree with that. Found- and I think he belongs in prison. He belongs in prison. He was found guilty of this. Of yeah, course he was. That, so absolutely. absolutely. I mean, you know, everybody's going to have their little opinion. Obviously, if the guy wasn't on fentanyl, um, and we all know how dangerous that drug is now. It's, yeah, it's, it's scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's another in September. Oh, uh, Kelly. He was finally found guilty 
of anything and all things in revolving <laughs> sex with a minor. I mean, the guy had like 25 different charges on him, and he was found guilty with all of it, crossing state lines with the intention of prostitution, um, sex with a minor, intimidating witnesses, you name it. Uh, they found R. Kelly guilty of it. Yeah. I mean, how do you defend it, right? I mean, I have a daughter, right? Um, mm -hmm. It's disgusting behavior. But, again, right? Uh, I guess advocate. today, I guess today, yeah, I was going to say, I guess my role today is devil's advocate. Uh, How many of these parents were willingly allowing, they were allowing their kids because they knew it was R. Kelly. They were allowing their daughters to hang out with him when they shouldn't have been, to go to his after parties, to drink with him, to do other shit with him. You know, at what point do we hold people accountable for their own actions? I mean, listen, the guy, the guy was a predator as far as I'm concerned. But. Yeah. And this is, we were going on, I, I read uh, something that, you know, Chicago, indicted him as well he was found not guilty there but we're yeah. talking about like a, a gap between 20 and 25 years this it wasn't something new that he was doing he had a reputation for it Man. and there was a whole docuseries i think it was on netflix as well and uh, one of the things that i found interesting about it was how many parents eventually or family members try to get their, their children back but they were they couldn't find them and yeah. they were getting um you know, real, they were getting a third, you know, just uh, bad news. <laughs> Sorry. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. What do they call that? Uh, they were brainwashed. They were, uh, they were getting, hoodwinked. They yeah. were getting wrong information from people mm -hmm. that, that was, should have helped in, in yeah. getting their daughters back. And he, they, they, these kids weren't allowed to call home. They weren't allowed to uh, answer calls uh, or text messages and stuff like that. When and it was then, all, when it was all good and their parents should have maintained contact with them they didn't because it was r kelly but yeah. then you know once you start missing your kid once you start getting worried then you start following up and that's uh -huh. the result of bad parenting yep in november <laughs> this one shocked a lot of people in the nation that's kyle rittenhouse yeah he was found not guilty and that pissed some people off that made a lot of the other half of the country really really happy there's a lot of uh, misinformation that came out with this story Yeah, mm -hmm. from the beginning. And that's an interesting thing is when people are given misinformation and then it's proven that it was misinformation, but they never get that part of it. They never hear the misinformation part of it. They're so hell-bent. They don't want to most, – most people like nowadays, I think it's just because we have so much information coming to us. We, we have to make a, an opinion real quick compartmentalize it and no matter what you yeah. say you're not going to be able to change it because i have new information coming in and i don't have the time to go and 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 revisit that nor do i care that much about it and this is one of them things where a lot of celebrities came out um and they were very very upset uh they thought that the guy brought the gun uh the ar-15 across state lines that the people that were murdered were black and they were actually white so a lot of misinformation came out and uh, but that's that's one kid who's going to be racking racking in the dough. Yeah, he's got yeah. lawsuits, including being able to probably sue the president because he wasn't president at the time when he called him um, a white supremacist. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they they made this thing that he traveled from another state. It was a twenty minute drive, right across state lines. Uh, the gun was in his stepfather or step uncle's house or whatever the case may be. What? It was 
it was a good it was a it was a victory for self-defense right because the video doesn't lie the video showed that mm -hmm. he was fighting you know the guy tried to pull a gun out he got shot i mean he was defending himself what i do have a problem with is all the people that are making this kid some cult hero right like he's a like he's some sort of martyr um again we can't ask for what we're not willing to give um, if you don't want statues of George Floyd to be put up, and I'm not comparing Rittenhouse to Floyd, but what I'm saying is that why are you making this kid a hero of the right, so to speak, right, mm -hmm. or of the conservative movement or the two-way movement or whatever? And and he's 17 years old or 18 years old now, you know, and everybody's kissing his ass and they're bringing him on these shows and they're saying, oh, brother, you're a hero, you're a hero. No, he went over there. It was a poor, it was poor judgment. You know, initially when he went over there, right, they say the road to hell is paved with good intentions. He had a good intentions. He was helping out. He was cleaning up graffiti, blah, blah, blah yada, yada, yada. It, it morphed into something it shouldn't have, uh, which ended up costing two people their lives because they were stupid and they made bad decisions. And he defended himself. That's all fine and well. But I don't think the kid uh, is, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, should be given the Congressional Medal of Honor. One was, uh, had a history, a long, long history of being a child sex offender. Yeah, yeah. Raping yeah. kids. And the other one was a career criminal as well. The two people that um, well, that that he wound up killing. The third guy who who got shot in the arm lost his bicep. Another perp, all perps. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he was basically, I think he was hired to protect a, an auto dealership. Play stupid games, that, won yeah. stupid prizes, right? All right. Here's another verdict that everybody's going to remember because it just happened in December. That's my Ooh. man, Juicy. 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 Famous French actor. There he goes. Um, <laughs> guilty of a hoax. He said that oh, he was yeah, attacked yeah. by two MAGA, MAGA hat wearing white people. Mm -hmm. And they put a noose around his neck and uh, they beat him about the head and body. And then it turns out that didn't happen at all. <laughs> the two guys on the bottom right there. Depends on who you ask because yeah. there's still people that think it happened. Well, of course, because otherwise, once again, you got to save face. You look like an idiot. Do you know that the whole, uh, the, the Big Bang Theory, the whole cast, everybody from cameramen to actors, they had to sit there with a with a, a poster on a couch. They all surround like 50 people in a room. And I don't know what it said. We're rooting for you, Juicy, whatever. And yeah. uh, you got to feel like an idiot afterwards because I'm sure there was people in there that didn't want to be in there. I would have, I would have, if I'm working on the show, I'm not going to cause any ruffles. I don't give my political opinion. I need the money. But when they come, I'm going to have to hit the head. Oh, you got the cameras here? All right, let me run to the bathroom real quick, and then I'm going to disappear for 20 minutes. Let me take that picture yeah. and come back. I don't want yeah, to be in that yeah, picture. Yeah. But, um, you know, here's here's a situation with this. Uh, no, Obviously, we, they talked about it, but the uh, amount of resources that were, were uh, oh, yeah. involved in trying to, uh, you know, get to the bottom of this, to solve this crime, to find out who did it. Right, uh, with the police, and let me tell you something. There's a lot of cops in Chicago that made overtime on Jesse, so um, they're 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 happy about it. Just the same way people don't know why New York City cops are, you know, not that upset when tragedy happens, because you, at least you're gonna get paid. You're gonna be working a lot of overtime, and there's a lot of cops who work overtime to solve this case, and it pretty much unraveled almost immediately because this guy's. What do they call those? Uh, a narcissist. Comes yeah. From a family of narcissists. I didn't know yeah. this at the time, but he was his whole family was pretty uh, pretty much insulated. There were all these entertainers, him and his brothers and sisters, and they lived in this fantasy world. And that's why I, I think basically he thought that he could probably pull this off without a hitch. He had not only um, Kim Fox came to his aid, 
on behalf of working for Michelle Obama. Um, and look at how high this goes to protect this this idiot. And now they all have egg on their face. Yep, yep. Well, listen, it's, uh, you know, it, it's embarrassing. People should, like you said, come out and say, hey, look, we got it wrong. But, you know, they don't want to admit when they're wrong. And again, this is, uh, you know, whichever way you lean, when you're wrong, you're wrong. Come out and say it, move past it. This guy, you have these people that shoving microphones in their faces. Uh, Vivica A. Fox, uh, you know, uh, other people, other famous black actors and actresses. And they, yeah, yeah, we back him up. We believe him. We this, we did. Mm -hmm. Even after he was found guilty. It's, it's stupid. You know, it's it. It's the uh, uh, corrupt criminal justice system, you know, because because when they were interviewing him on the stand, they were like, well, why didn't you, you know, notify the police immediately? And he, and he says, I'm a black man in America. Yeah. I'm, afraid of, I'm afraid of the police. Uh -huh. the fuck out of here. Uh -huh. Stop. Stop. You know, the funniest thing is that when they asked the, um, the police chief, like, what was the, the first thing that you realized uh, or, or gave you an idea that the case was bullshit? And he said that he came home and he still had the Subway sandwich. With him. Nobody took it. Nobody no, it's just that when, if you just get robbed and beaten up, the last thing you're worried about is where did my sandwich go? No, he would have got robbed. They would have taken his fucking food. Maybe they would have probably and taken there's it. No, and there's no white anybody with a fucking brain, white guys, mm, nah. would, would wear MAGA hats in downtown Chicago uh, and, and grab a black man. They, the whole thing was absurd. They'd be killed. It just goes to show you how skin. isolated and what a fantasy world. It's so stupid. This poor it doesn't make sense. He thought he could get away with that. Oh yeah. And yeah, then yeah. we just this one just happened last week. Look at this. That's uh, Kim Potter, yeah. folks. If you don't know, now you know. That's Kim Potter. She's uh, was found guilty on both counts of killing Dewante Wright, himself a career criminal with uh, many victims left behind. She was yelling out, taser, 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 but unfortunately, she grabbed her gun instead. It was a car stop. Uh, and one of the good things about what's coming out with all this, uh, you know, minimizing police and, and what they're expected to do, their job description, is trying to move away a little bit from car stops. And I know it's a big investigative tool for us used to transport drugs and bodies and, and, and you know, a lot of different things, but you know, one fleeing one, from how, crimes, yeah, fleeing from crimes. But you know, New York City doing the car stops when I see cops doing it right now, uh, I get nervous for them because just because you know, I mean, people will for some reason you put the lights and sirens on in the car, and even the biggest hardened criminals in the world will pull over. And then when you ask them to give me your license, registration, and insurance. They won't even open the window more than a half an inch. No, you're not getting nothing. Like, so why did you pull over for? Why did you just right. <laughs> just <Right>. completely <laughs> you pulled yeah. over to, to to just see me face to face to to not follow a lawful order? Is that what you did? It's an important tool in law enforcement. Um, you know, I mean, uh, there were there there are mass murderers, cr countless criminals who were caught because they had a broken taillight or because they failed to signal when they made a left. Um, this kid, Dante Wright, was pulled over. Um, uh, the narrative was that he got pulled over because he had an air freshener as well. No, that's not the case. He had expired tags. He was in the he was in the wrong lane and made the wrong signal, and he had the air freshener. Those were three different yeah, things that, that he, he could have pulled him over. You know, Regardless, it, if it's law, it's law. And if it's a it, tool it in is. law enforcement, it's a tool in law enforcement. Would I have done it? I mean, I don't know, right? It depends. But 
The totality of the situation, he had expired tags, made a bad signal, and the air freshener, you pull him over. That's neither here nor there. The problem started when you know the guy has a warrant, and you're taking him out of the car, the immediate thing you do is cuff him. You take yeah. control and custody of the guy, and you don't give him the opportunity to jump back in the car. You don't give him the opportunity to fight. You got to control him. The problem is, in this country, police aren't supported by the politicians, by a lot of the public, and by the upper echelon, right, by the leadership in their department, so they're afraid to go hands-on. This female, this lady Potter, this officer Potter was a training officer. You know, if she's a training officer and has 26 years on the job, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but it's a shitty job, you know? Uh, you you got to do better. You got to do better. You can't, you know, be a training officer and allow these rookies to let the situation escalate the way it did, because yeah. look at the end result. Look at the end result. And then after she shoots him, the first thing she says is, oh, my God, I'm going to prison. Not, oh, my God, I shot him. You know, check and see if he's okay. Let's go Let's go help him. Call EMS. Get a bus rolling, whatever. First thing she says is, oh, you know. And, again, that goes when we spoke about this the other night. Her, the, the defense made a lot of fucking mistakes. They had her up on there for three hours. They started trying to say, well, she if she if whether she meant to shoot him or not, it was justified because he could have used the car against other police officers. That's bullshit. You know, the jury's not going to buy it. And you, and you make her look, you know, stupid and, and you know, incompetent. And that was the end result. She got convicted. Angela Ang is in the house. Hi, Angela. Welcome aboard. Good to see you. Uh, Mickey Mantle. Joe Cool, left wing, right wing, same bird. No adult should still believe that there is a life, uh, that left versus right diversion. I agree with you. Patty L, good morning, Kimberly. She says, good morning, chick. Eastwater, division. See patio. Everybody's saying good morning to each other. Noon goes out at 3 a.m. and 20 below weather. Where are you, Kathy Bates? Hell, I don't go to the bodega across the street when it's 10 degrees. Yeah, oh, she's talking about Chicago. Yeah. Especially with now with so many Uber Eats and all this stuff. That's one thing I, I bet you he didn't take into consideration. With him yeah. to just order in. Um, let's see what else we got. Matt Steed. Only thing is she was guilty of was patrolling black neighborhoods. Get out while you can. <laughs> That's for Matt Steve. Yeah, yeah, hey, well, Matt Steve. I mean, listen, the, the black neighborhoods need police the most, right? You, you yeah. could you could you could aggressively and uh fairly police black neighborhoods. The two are mutually exclusive. That's the problem, right? People think that they are. They're not. They you know, you can do both. I did it. You know, you're gonna piss people off if you're proactive. You're gonna piss people off if you're if you're if you're an active police officer. If you're aggressive, but as long as you treat people with dignity and respect, at the end of the day, not yeah. ninety nine percent of the time, the interaction goes well. I agree with you, um, Kimberly Myers. Good morning, Mark and Angel. Somebody said Mark and Angel, great show. Joe Cool, I'm a cop watcher in Chicago, by the way. All right, cool, Joe Cool. Yeah, that's not good. We like cop. We like cop watchers, man. Listen. We do. We got it. Yeah. Let's have the other side of the coin, right? Let's see what they have to say. Yeah, but the, the thing is, we have to be able, if, if they're cop watchers and they want to use their brains and they want to act sensible and have civil discourse, that's okay. But if you just want to be like cops are bad, cops are bad, cops are bad, cops are bad, they're parking by fire hydrants with their placards and they're parking in bike lanes and stupid shit like that, then we're never going to get anywhere. So bring the cop watchers on. I'm not, you know, if, if you're not doing anything wrong, you got nothing to worry about. Yeah, the only thing is sometimes um, some people that claim to be cop watchers are actually just agitators and instigators. Absolutely, hundred percent. They stop and yeah, I'm. I'm to my point, so yeah, you're getting infested by bad people there. Yeah, yeah. So cool. Yeah. For some reason, people fear when a cop gets behind them. 
it shows you what people really think of cops. I, I agree. Listen, your fear of cops, that's you could you, you have many fears. You get a feel of military. Some How did you fear. feel when the teacher called you to the front of the class and said you had to go to the principal's office? Of course. That's the same, that's the same fear that people have. People um, are scared of the dentist, they're scared of they have shots. to right. It's not you're afraid the cops are gonna kill you. It's you're afraid, like, oh shit, what did I do wrong? Why are the cops stopping me? Now I'm gonna get a fucking summons or I might go to jail. It's not that, oh my God, the cops are pulling me over. I'm, I, I've been a cop. I was a cop half my life. When I get pulled over, I get nervous, right? Me too. It's not because, it's not because I think the cops are going to kill me. You know why? It's because, because it's like going to the principal's office. It's like, oh whenever shit. You, whenever you Whatever. Somebody, so or they're going to give you a summons. Or they're going to give yeah. you a summons. They you know, be, it's not. This, guy, you're this not, person could take me away from where I was heading. You're not afraid you're going to get there's killed. There's nothing I can do with it. All right. Yeah, so, Matt, if you patrol black community, then you say, okay. Now we're going to, where are we right now? Now we're going to another area. This is what else happened. Um, we get past the year of the verdict, and then we get, we get up to this. This, is, um, this was also the year of, uh, turns out, refund the police. <laughs> These right here are some of the cities that, are, that have ref refunded, not defunded, refunded the police. New York, an extra $92 million. Baltimore, $27 million. Minneapolis, only palesly $6.4 million. But they'll be building up some more money for them. Uh, Oakland Police, $27 million extra dollars. Los Angeles, $50 million. You know why? Because that defund the police movement was the dumbest thing that was ever created. People uh, bought into it, half the, uh, not half the country, maybe a quarter of the country, just because... Uh, it was the George Floyd thing, and they got caught up in the in the rhetoric and the nonsense of it all. And then they realized, oh my God, wow! I do you know that in San uh, is it San Francisco or San Diego? You there's so many car thefts. Yeah, San Francisco. Leave their car completely open, including the trunk. Yeah. Yep, San Francisco car windows down, everything. Everything. Listen, everything. That's the Blasio the one living. De Blasio took a billion dollars from the NYPD. If he gave back 97 million, what does he owe us? He owes us 893 million so far, right? Or whatever it is. I'm not a mathematician. He owes us a lot of money. He took a billion from us and he only gave us back 97 million. So he's not refunding shit. He needs to give back the 850 million that he took for Thrive, which at his, at his, at his farce of a press conference, thank God he's out of office uh, Friday. But in this farce of a press conference, you had the fucking mayor of London saying that he wants to learn um, about the Thrive New York City because it was such a success. How the fuck was it a success? He took money away and, and they haven't done anything for it. Like you said, there's homeless people in the street that have mental issues. This is supposed to be a mental health project and they haven't done shit. Him and his cockroach wife haven't done shit for mentally health people well, at all. You, I, was part of, uh, I was part of the money was going towards what I was doing in the police academy working as an actor with the... Um, uh, the mental illness. How do I handle? No, no, no. yeah, that eight, eight, eight. What was it? Eight million, eight hundred million. Eight hundred and fifty million. Okay, well, some of that money went towards funding. Um, I used to work for this program where it taught the police officers how to handle mental illness, mm -hmm. and I was one of the actors. I was. Um, then it got after the COVID. It never came back. It, right. it was defunded. So mm -hmm. not only do they, you know, it, it's um, we just don't see the results. If you put the money into the police department and let them do their job, especially here in New York, we see the results. When you take the money away and handcuff them, we see the results. 
So there you have it. Refund the, refund the police is, is actually working right now. And they're going to feel the wrath come uh, November of 2022 when it's time for re-election. Because I don't care how much you want to refund the police. Um, it's not going to be able to catch up in time. The streets aren't going to be safe in time. And they're going to lose uh, the majority both in Congress. So say goodbye to the majority, by the way. And yeah. along with uh, defund the police, that nonsense came this thing. It was called, it's called bail reform. And here is probably the most uh, the worst case scenario of bail reform. This woke DA from Wisconsin. Uh, well, that's that's the DA, but an ADA there issued a thousand dollars bail on this animal who winds up going out and uh, after he tries to run over his uh, companion. Uh, one day, uh, the, the, a couple of days later, he's out on bail of $1,000, by the way, with a long a rap sheet the size of my arm. And uh, the next thing you know, he gets in his car, and then he runs all those people over at the Christmas parade. That is uh, a perfect example what bail reform... Bail reform is destroying all the major cities in this country, not only uh, for the regular citizens, but also for a lot of these criminals... Or, or, or people with mental illness that wind up getting caught up in the system. The one thing that good that comes good about the system, and you, you could, any criminal you talk to, sometimes they just want to get off the street. They'll do something stupid, wait for the cops to show up. They just want three square meals a day. They want to get a roof over their head, especially when it's cold. And while they're there, they have the opportunity to be asked, what type of medication are you on? They put them back on their meds. They start feeling better. And once they're back to full strength, they, you know, or cock diesel, they throw them back out in the street. <laughs> the, the problem, the problem yeah. with the bail reform stuff is that it's 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 done under the guise of social justice, right? And what they're doing is they're releasing black and brown criminals back into black and brown neighborhoods to terrorize innocent, law-abiding black and brown citizens, right? These organizations that support this stuff, they say, oh well, we want to help the the person who's stuck in Rikers for 90 days on a shoplifting charge. Look, I'm, I'm, all, I'm, I'm all good with that, right? I agree that it shouldn't be, you shouldn't be in Rikers rotting away because you shoplifted a loaf of bread. But they, they're also, uh, that'll be one person and then they, they help, you know, a hundred violent criminals, right? And they also want to take money that they get from contributions, right? Because they're, they're nonprofits and they want to use it. And now there's legislation being passed that they're not going to be able to use that money to post bail for people. They're also against ankle monitoring, right? A lot of these these uh, um, these organizations don't want these criminals to wear ankle monitoring when they get out on bail. Why? Why? Why not? Listen, you know, in Spanish we say, te va a peinar, te va a hacer rolo. You're going to freaking brush your hair or you're going to wear rollers in it because you can't do both, right? If you want them out on the street, we got to monitor them somehow. We all know how the parole officers are, over, are, are understaffed and overworked. Probation officers are understaffed and overworked, along with the police, along with the prison guards. You, you can't have both. If you're gonna have them on the street, they gotta have ankle monitors. I mean, you know, it's gotta it's gotta get done. You know, yep. all under the guise of social justice and it's bullshit because black and brown people are being bamboozled. They're being culturally bamboozled into believing that this shit is working and it's not. It's not. There's a lot of different things going on. And one of the things that doesn't help is that the media fails to cover crime the way they should. I just read uh, somebody's, uh, where were they? Let me just see here, the comment. Uh, what did they say? Uh, they said the SUV, Gil, thank you for your addition here. 
And the news said the SUV did it, like the car was driving by itself. Yeah, and that's Tesla. the kind of nonsense. And it doesn't help when, you know, you have politicians that are completely delusional. Look, just look at this. This is um, uh, AOC. And um, she made a statement where she doesn't believe that the smash and grab robberies are actually a real thing. Well, AOC, I want to share something with you. Maybe, maybe she's watching the show. And if somebody knows her, you want to share this video. Because I'm surprised that she hasn't seen any video like this, okay? Uh, it's out there. All you got to do is go on YouTube and to watch it. Another break-in. This one at LA's high-end shopping center, The Grove. Leaving store windows smashed, the suspect still at large after a police pursuit. It comes after a separate string of smash-and-grab robberies in Northern California. Get on the sidewalk! From the heart of San Francisco... To suburban Walnut Creek, highly organized shoplifting crews breaking into high-end retailers, grabbing merchandise, and fleeing. A cluster Don't call it looting, because then it's fucking racist. Their getaways. <laughs> sprees taking place in a matter of minutes. I saw people running down the street. I probably saw 50 to 80 people in like ski masks, crowbars, like a bunch of weapons. In San Francisco, eyewitness video capturing masked thieves with armfuls of stolen goods. Police racing to the scene, smashing in a suspect's car window to make an arrest. In all, nine Let's stores go. were hit. Police say eight people have been arrested, with several weapons and thousands of dollars in merchandise recovered. We're not going to allow people to come in and continue to do this in our city. More officers are being assigned to Union Square, San Francisco's holiday shopping and tourism center. The mayor vowing to limit vehicle access to the area. There will be traffic delays because we can't continue to allow people to freely flow in and out of this city, commit these acts and get away with it. Smash and grab robberies are hitting other cities as well, including Beverly Hills and suburban Chicago, where this Louis Vuitton store was hit in broad daylight. The cost of organized retail crime estimated by one trade organization at more than $68 billion worth of products. Multi-agency task forces now set up in Illinois and California. These are crimes of opportunity, but they're very well organized. Oh, they need Gavin. to be held to account. Some current and former law enforcement officials blame downgraded laws that have made crimes that were previously felonies into misdemeanors, saying it discourages police pursuits for nonviolent crimes. Until there's a response until there's a political will and legislative efforts to support police efforts to stop this sort of activity. We're going to see it proliferate and continue. Authorities say the ringleaders are often not present during these organized sprees, making prosecutions even more difficult. And police in Walnut Creek say the robberies were not linked to protests that have taken place in response to the not guilty verdict in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. There you go. There you have it. <laughs> well, listen, if she thinks that this stuff isn't existing and there's plenty, plenty of video evidence that it's happening all over this country, I mean, listen, you know, she's, we know she's, she constantly she's goes out of her, She constantly goes out of her way to show, <laughs> just show how stupid she is. You know what I'm saying? She's dumb as a rock. and She's the gift like that keeps on so giving. Many, I, what do we just witness right now? Just the two of us watching one video. From ten yeah. different smash and grab robberies, and she's saying they don't exist. Yeah, and then and then they, and then if you call it looting, they say that's a racist you know term, and you shouldn't say that. It's just it's fucking bizarre world. It's there's crazy. a lot. There's a lot of uh, terms that we have to constantly change, and constantly um, 
you know, reinvent new words because they're offensive or at some point they become offensive. It's like, you know, yeah. we, we have an abundance of words here. We're the American language. We steal from every, every other language that's ever existed. So, all right. So, you know, here's the thing. As we go along throughout the year and, uh, you know, we start refunding the police again and this, this bail reform thing is really showing its ugly face and our politicians with their heads in the sand refusing to admit it. Uh, from New York to L.A. to Chicago, that Mayor Lightfoot finally had to call in the feds um, to help her with the crime there. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, the chickens come home to roost. This is oh, um, yeah. two congressmen. We talked about this on the last show. The one on the top, uh, what is her name? Her Mary Gay Scanlon, and she's a congresswoman from Philadelphia. She's been around a long time. Everybody seems to know her. She was carjacked at 2.45 in the, in the afternoon, uh, heading to her car right after she well, got thank, done with her wor work. Thank God she's okay. Thank God yeah, she's yeah. Okay. This other one on the bottom, that's Kimberly Lightfoot. Maybe, I wonder if she's related to the other one. Nobody Is that, hmm. is that Lightfoot? Is the other one too? Anyway, she's yeah. in Illinois. And uh, both of these women, by the way, congresswomen, are soft on crime and were very vocal about defunding the police. So good for you. I hate to say uh, I'm happy this happened to you. But the funny thing is that Kimberly probably felt a little comfortable or was uh, very comfortable saying defund the police because her husband apparently has a carrier's permit and he shot at the perps. That's right. Um, so it's, it's very easy to feel comfortable if, you, if you're riding around somebody who's strapped. You know right. what I'm saying? What about the regular yeah. citizen that is unarmed? Do as I say, don't do as I do, right? That's that's. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. That's the bottom it's crazy. line. It's crazy. Yep. Yep. Let me just go look at the uh, the comments here. We're coming to the end of the hour. We're going to wrap up with the final couple of stories. The good news is coming ahead, though. Just want to give a shout out to anybody else who's uh, tuning in here. But I gotta get. To, oh, there we go. New comments. All right. Let's see. Um. You know what's funny is this online business, you know, that's going on with these smash and grab robberies right now. Because where does, the, you know, the FBI's uh, supposedly doing an investigation into these high-end things. The, all these stores, like, for example, CVS and all these other stores, um, pharmacies, people that, old people, you know, finally learning how to get their prescriptions got, uh, given to them or they, they you know. Uh, now it's a whole different world. They're closing these places down. They're closing them, yeah. They're closing them. CBS just open. announced that they're going to close, I don't know, three to six stores. San Francisco, stores. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but yeah, yeah, that's Dwayne Reed in San Francisco, but CBS all around the country. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the, people are walking in there with sacks and they're, and they're freaking shopping. And they're $950. You can steal right. up to $950. In yeah. And I don't know whether they changed that yet, but. There was just the mayor of somebody, police commissioner from San Francisco there. Apparently, they're concerned now. They finally started getting concerned. Well, now somebody's store owners are somebody store owners are pricing everything at $955, and then you take a coupon to the register, and then it gets it down to regular price. Oh, that's is, brilliant. Yeah, that's yeah, brilliant. that's what they're doing. <laughs> I like that. Patty L., my son is moving to Texas. Can't take California politics anymore. Yeah, Patty L., your son is <laughs> – you know what the, I read the funny joke was that Mayor Newsom – uh, he's the biggest. Uh, turns out he's the biggest seller of U-Haul this year. He, he, <laughs> top, top, top seller of U-Haul. He, he he sold he sold more U-Haul uh, trucks than uh, anybody else who sells U-Haul yep. trucks. Yep. Um, 
let me see, Fortune Magazine. Let me see. Hey, hey, Nikki Bella, AOC was a bartender. She should have stayed a bartender. Real with Robo, fine. If I can't call it looting, they can call it the fund, the fund of police. It's good. Careerist. All right. Uh, whatever. Real with Robo. I don't know what he's saying. Okay, let's go to the bottom over here again. Okay, uh, in closing, here we go. We're going to go. I just want to say this. But don't worry, folks. The end is near. Allegedly. Yeah, listen. Friday's New Year's Eve. Saturday's New Year's Day. The end is near. Bright things are coming ahead in 2022. I can guarantee it. Especially if you're a New Yorker. Because guess who has one more week left? The bozo. <laughs> there he yeah. goes, folks. Then he's gonna run. For, then he's gonna run for fucking governor. The worst mayor of New York City's history. I, I don't even want to call him a gentleman. That idiot right there, the bozo. And uh, lucky for us, we have a new mayor coming in, and that's Eric Adams. Eric Adams is a former NYPD captain, and although um, you can't find his police history or record all the stuff that he's done on the job online anywhere. Um, he's definitely going to be an upgrade. Everybody always asks me, what do you think about Eric Adams becoming mayor? I'm like, no matter what, he's definitely an upgrade. You know, it's and funny. Up, you search, search my history. It's there. I don't know why. Mine, mine too. Mm, but Eric Adams isn't. Wow. Nothing. Nothing. Maybe there is no history. <laughs> well, he made a good decision as far as we know so far right now in choosing his police commissioner. Yeah, I think um, so. Sewell, and uh, I we we listened to her speak on last episode, and she sounds like she's got her head together. Um, she sounds uh, like she's gonna. Uh, this woman is probably gonna be a very good police commissioner if I had a bet. Um, oh, I'm excited so. about her tenure as well, and that's what we have to look forward to in the new year. Um, it's all gonna get better, folks. Don't worry. It's all coming around. Don't forget about the elections in 2022. The new mayor, um, as you know, I hate to say, you just you don't want to say it can't get any worse, but because it obviously could. The army, people have to. You so, you talk about the elections coming up. People have to vote for law and order, whatever side you're on, right? If you're a Democrat, Republican, whatever, uh, progressive, independent, uh, conservative, you have to vote with law and order because at the end of the day, we all have kids, we all have family. And we all want them to be safe. And we need our police because police are the thin blue line between anarchy, right, and order, right? Um, there have been 60 police officers shot and killed in the line of duty this year alone, okay? Many of them were ambushed. We just had Officer Kiana Holly, right, Baltimore PD. She was killed in the line of duty, a mother of four. She was ambushed sitting in her patrol car. You yeah, had two was- police officers. Two police officers in Wichita, Kansas on Christmas Day who went to a domestic dispute and they were shot. Thank God they're going to survive. It was nowhere on the news. You know, uh, uh, Kiana Holly's murder was was not on the mainstream media. They're not making a big deal about it. Why? Right? Why? Um, we got to support our police, man. We got to support our police and we got to support law and order. You know, policing is a, a tough job and it's not perfect. We hire from society there are people who slip through the cracks. There's always room for improvement. There's always room for training. There's always room to get better in policing like there is in society. I'm not here to say that police are infallible or they're above reproach, but we need to support our police, especially our good ones. That's what I got. I agree with you 100%. Um, and I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm excited to actually get out of 2021. 
Amen. I, hope, I hope I hope that the future holds um, every you know much better things for law enforcement and all, all every everybody yeah. for everybody because we need yep. we need law and order in yep. order for everything to work right you know we have to kind of sort of behave ourselves and the police can't do their job without the community and the community can't thrive without the police I mean so for crying out loud you can't, you can't get on a plane nowadays without seeing some it's you might as well be on the subway. A New York yeah. City subway. Fight. Every day people I'm reading a, another story about people fighting with the flight attendants. Yeah. Now, mind you, they used to, the flight attendants were, you know, they used to, they were running a tight ship for a long time. You know, you know, you couldn't even talk back to them before, like, I turn it around. <laughs> turn around. <laughs> Land that plane. <laughs> but now they're getting, a, now they're getting a beating. Some, uh, one of the guys was getting tossed around. The uh, air marshal was getting tossed around too. I saw the picture of the guy. I wouldn't want to tackle. Tangle with yeah. these. A lot of people are coming on these these planes. That guy was drunk, by the way. Yeah, they're pissed. They're coming on drunk, very drunk or masks. Um, that this, that that is. Well, people are. It's a powder keg, man. People are fucking on edge everywhere. Well, t folks, that was uh, the year in crime, twenty twenty one. We put that together, and um, I thank you guys for tuning in at, at, at noon, at noon, and we had a lot of people tuning in. You guys are great. I hope I caught everybody in the shout out. I just want to mention December 30th, which is this Thursday. I'll be having a retired, we'll be having retired inspector Robert Napolitano on. And uh, he's got some career. Um, he was in street crime, in narcotics, you name it, he's done it. He worked in the police academy uh, training. We can talk to him about that a lot. He's got a lot of medals and ribbons that I can see. Highly decorated police officer. Looking forward to having him on. I know you're a little bit under the weather, Angel. I just want to hope that it's not um, the covid and um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm gonna keep you fi my fingers crossed. We'll see. And hopefully, even if you get it, hopefully um, it's not the you know you 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 have it for a couple of days, run a little fever and get over it and build yeah. up your what is it? What is this called? Immune stuff, right? Herd immunity. Yeah. Herd. Yeah. We'll build that yeah, up. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. And to all Thank our you. listeners out it. there, all the people that uh, tuned in this afternoon, Angel and I, we really highly appreciate it. You see my name there, Mark DeMeo, and uh, you see his name, Angel Masonette. We're trying to come up with a snappy thing like Bill and Phil, but they got made because it's Bill and Phil. Angel thought of Mayo and Masonette. I think that sounds pretty cool. If you Mayo, have and Mayo and Maso. Mayo and Maso. Mayo and Maso. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's good. So if you guys, anybody out there have an idea that you want to share with us, please, you know, uh, put it on our Instagram. Put it on, uh, send us the, the email there. Don't forget we have a Patreon police off the cuff at patreon we also have youtube memberships uh, three different type of youtube memberships and uh, what else can i say except for thank you for tuning in all year long we really really appreciate it i hope that you guys had a merry christmas and we're looking forward to seeing you on thursday to wish you a happy new year any parting words there angel no that's it follow me big reeking man on twitter and on instagram um that's where i do all my advocating for my police um, I, you know, blue lives matter. I back the blue all the time. Um, let's keep it going. All right. Thank you all. So buddy, enjoy Adios. your day. Peace. Feel better, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you, everybody.